welcome to the latest episode of the In Conversation with Clinical Medicine podcast. Uh, my name is Ari. I am deputy editor at Clinical Medicine. Each month, we will be interviewing the author of a paper published in our journal, giving them an opportunity to provide a deeper discussion of the research. I'm here today uh, with Dr. James Kite to talk about his recent review on the influence and effects of media waste stigmatization. Dr. Kai is lecturer in disease prevention and health promotion in the Sydney School of Public Health at the University of Sydney in Australia, and his research focuses on the use of mass media and social media for public health communication. James, thank you for joining us and uh, welcome to the podcast. It's good to be here. So can you please introduce the listeners to your study and describe the main aims and your key findings? Yeah, uh, so what we've done is a, it's a systematic review of the scientific literature around weight stigma in, in the media. Uh, and we're particularly interested in how common uh, weight stigma is, uh, what its effects are, and, and what we can do about it. And what we found, we, we've included 113 papers uh, in the end, and, and what we found was essentially that uh, most of the focus of, of all the papers is on the presence of, of stigma in media content and what the impact of that stigma is. Uh, and that's um, especially about how exposure to uh, stigmatising content shapes the attitudes and, and beliefs of people of all sizes. We found that across all types of media, so uh, news media, entertainment media, social media, and even public health campaigns. We also uh, found that it's particularly harmful. Uh, so one of the really important findings was that media content just seemed to be perpetuating the idea that obesity is an individual problem and that, that fatness is inherently a bad thing. And, and what the media content is really doing, it's, it's overlooking and it's downplaying the influence of other causes, so biological and, and environmental causes, things like the you know, high availability and low cost uh, of unhealthy foods. And we also found that very few studies are actually looking into ways to address stigma in the media. So we, we're really trying to push for a bit of a shift away from just sort of cataloging uh, what's in the media, what, what stigmatising content is there and whether it's bad. We, we kind of know that, yes, it's there and, yes, it's bad. And we now really need to be sort of switching focus and thinking about what, what do we actually do to, to address it. Um, thank you. And, and uh, can you explain uh, how you became interested in this topic and, uh, and its relevance? Yeah, so the research group I'm, I'm a part of at the University of Sydney is the Prevention Research Collaboration, and uh, we really specialise in research and evaluation of efforts to address overweight and obesity. Uh, and there's another group, uh, the Obesity Collective, which is an advocacy group in Australia, and they approached one of our members and, and asked us to conduct this review to inform their work around reducing stigma. And then uh, once we've actually conducted this review, they've already, already been using the findings to help them in developing a, a pilot campaign that aims to highlight the harms of weight stigma, which is as I said, is, is something a bit new because there's not a lot of efforts out there or at least not a lot of published efforts um, on what we can do about 
about weight stigma in the media. Thank you. And um, I think several studies suggested that having obesity increases the risk of severe illnesses from COVID. And I was wondering, have you found any evidence that stigma towards people with obesity has been exacerbated somehow um, during the COVID pandemic um, in your study? So th there wasn't a lot uh, of papers that, that looked at whether weight stigma had increased or changed at all during the, the pandemic. There was one study, a US-based study, that did find there was an increase in exposure to stigmatizing content um, on social media and that this had led to, a, to an increase in body dis dissatisfaction uh, among adolescents. But we can't take much from that. It is just one study. Uh, we also did find a, another review paper that noted that uh, it was really uh, quite uh, too early to be uh, really getting a full understanding of the effects of, of the pandemic on, on weight stigma. Okay, thank you. So maybe an area to further explore for future studies. Yeah, definitely. It, it's, it could be, a, it would certainly be an interesting, uh, certainly be an interesting area to, to get into a bit more. Thank you. And uh, my last question would be, um, what, what sort of interventions in terms of health messaging via mass media or other public health uh, messaging could be useful, um, in your view, to decrease weight stigma and, and improve outcomes for people living with uh, obesity? And um, in this context, do you think that perhaps more awareness would, would make a difference or what else would you suggest? Yeah, it's, it certainly wouldn't, uh, certainly wouldn't help getting a, a bit more of an understanding of, of the experience of, of people with overweight and obesity and, and what stigma actually, the, the stigmatising um, attitudes and, and content does to people with overweight and obesity. And that was one of the things with the, the Obesity Collective campaign is around sort of challenging that idea. As I mentioned, that, that there was really very few studies that were explicitly about trying to address weight stigma through, uh, through media. The few ones that were there, education was, was their focus. Uh, so one study created a film for trainee health professionals and another one uh, created a video aimed at children. Uh, and both of those found some you know, positive findings that where they could make a difference to uh, reducing weight stigma, but it is only those two studies in those two particular contexts. There was a bit of experimental evidence around public health messages and what they found was that uh, the messages that challenge weight stigma and promote body positivity, they do have a potential uh, benefit in addressing stigma and improving well-being uh, of people of all, of all sizes, uh, which is a really positive thing because when we're running these, these public health campaigns, we're trying to do good. Uh, so it's a bit disconcerting that we, we were finding that uh, stigmatizing messages were present in a lot of uh, in a lot of public health campaigns. So we should really be leading this as, as public health people. We should really be pushing uh, against weight stigma. So uh, this is an important finding around um, that we can actually create uh, messages that that challenge weight stigma uh, and really uh, help in that way. Um, thank you so much. Um, maybe I have a last question that is uh, a bit related to what we touch on um, now, but uh, what do you think future studies should address um, in the field? 
Yeah, so that there definitely needs to be more evaluation of efforts to challenge uh, weight stigma and, and what that may, uh, what that should look like uh, in in reducing uh, yeah, weight stigma through media. Uh, so anything that's going to help us understand, you know, what should our public health campaigns look like? Um, what sorts of policy changes do we need to make? So there's some discussion in the literature about. You know, should we change guidelines to help out news media uh, in how they report uh, around weight, weight and issues related to weight? Thank you. Thank you um, very much, James, for being with us today and uh, uh, congratulations on your publication. Thank you. Indeed, there is increased research demonstrating the complexity of obesity and also the negative impact of stigma in healthcare. Dr. Skye's manuscript will be featured in a collection focused on obesity and healthcare, for which we are currently accepting submissions. The collection welcomes research articles exploring innovation in obesity healthcare delivery, treatments, and the necessity to address stigma and develop weight-inclusive environments. Please feel free to contact the editorial team if you are interested in submitting for this collection. We thank also our listeners and remember that you can subscribe to In Conversation with the Clinical Medicine whenever you usually get your podcast. Thank you and have a lovely day.